0: Hello! We love words. Written, spoken, hinted, shouted, gentle, outrageous, and always enlightening. Intriguing. But there again, we are library staff. You'd expect nothing less. So tune into Library Words for interviews, memories, business tips, stories and more. We'll talk to authors, poets and local people, always keeping you usefully entertained.
1: In this edition, we hear from Luke Agbimony. Luke is a self-taught photographer who found himself drawn to the sunsets and cityscapes of London, but found it difficult to find the time when his first child was born. He soon found that he could take pictures on his commute to and from work, and with that, the Mapper project was born. Welcome to Library Words. Hello, my name is Luke Agbimony, and I'd like to introduce my book, The Tube Mapper Project, capturing moments on the London Underground. The book began over four years ago before the birth of my first child. At that time, I used to enjoy creative photography of sunsets and cityscapes, but I soon realized that that time was quickly vanishing and I'd have to devise a new way to continue with my creativity. The best time I realized I could utilize was my journeys to work and my commute home. I slowly started capturing images during these times, and I realised I'd built up quite a collection of every London underground, overground, and DLR station, and this is how the Tube Mapper project began. So, welcome on board, and I promise not to use too many train puns as we continue on with this journey. I think my love of capturing cityscapes and sunsets began because of where I grew up. Now, I grew up in Rotherhive, not too far from Greenland Dock, which is in the sort of borderline between Southwark and Lewisham Councils, and you can see some breathtaking views of Canary Wharf and just some other buildings and some old structures, and I think I fell in love with them. But it's funny how some things have a slow impact on you You don't really notice. And it wasn't until I was much older, into my 30s, where I used to, where I I coincidentally worked near another docks, which is called Roll Victoria Docks. And during my lunch break, I used to go around taking pictures. At that time, Transport for London was running a competition to capture views of the Docklands. Um, It was under their Docklands Light Railway brand. And so i went to a station called east india station and i captured this photo of a train pulling in when it was snowing
0: a red overground train speeds around high level tracks on a bend towards the viewer with london tower blocks and yellow sunset behind
1: and so it was quite a nice unique capture because it's red well it doesn't snow in london that much and but what's really nice is that you have the footprints going off into the track, and so we don't know what happened there. I imagine that it was staff, hopefully, but you never know. But it makes for a very interesting photo with the leading lines going into the track, the cars under the track, and then the train coming towards you, or with a nice sunset in the back. Luckily, this picture won first prize in the competition, and it was what I consider My first, the top prize was my first real camera. My my other camera was always bridge cameras, but it was my first camera that I got. And it's what got me into photography. So you could say Transport for London was the reason why I started the Tube Mapper project. The Tube Mapper project book is split into different categories. The first chapter is about reflections. I really like how reflections can transform a mundane scene into something fantastic.
0: A hooded person stands on a platform while a train, blurred from its fast movement, rushes past on the right. Reflections of the train and the person shine on the wet platform.
1: This was taken very early in the morning at South Kensington Station after heavy rainfall. I love the zigzaggy reflections on the floor and how they exaggerate the blue and green architecture at the back. The other thing that's quite nice that I enjoy about this book is that it has a number of poems. Fortunately, not written by me, but um, by artists and poets who follow me on Twitter and Instagram and sometimes send poems to accompany my work. And so I asked if these could be included in the book as well, and they are. I'll read one which was sent by Michelle, written by Michelle for this picture. It's very short, so I'll read it. Immersive reflections of what was, light paints hope of time anew. The next photo is taken at St. Paul's Station. Now this is in this symmetry chapter there's something about symmetry humans love it we are puzzle solvers at heart we love solving things so when we see a symmetrical image it pleases us because it's almost like a problem has been completed in front of our eyes and what I like about this capture is it, it it's one of those lovely moments when you walk down a long path a long pedestrian tunnel in the underground and you see the doors aligned at the end waiting for you. But I wasn't so lucky this time. This was actually taken as the train was zooming past and I used a fast shutter to capture this image to freeze it as it was moving. It was even during rush hour because you can see people looking back through the windows. This next image, which is also in a symmetry chapter was taken at bank sort of water it's the long travelator, the flat escalator between bank and monument station.
0: Black and white photo of two down escalators full of people.
1: I love how the woman on the left breaks up the symmetry somewhat, but you still have the sort of dark mundane tones of people going to work. I, like, I also enjoy how this has become somewhat nostalgic as a lot of us are now working from home. And this is reminiscent of the old times when the tube was so busy. And it's hard to tell right now if it will be as busy as it once was. So I really enjoy looking at this. It's, 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 got, it's, yeah. it's got greater power now, I think. This next picture is taken at Stratford Station. Now there's a number of stations, I think only around maybe seven or eight, that the trains open double doors and then you can jump to adjacent platforms, I mean parallel platforms. And what I enjoy is capturing other trains passing, so you get this sort of through the looking glass infinity shot feel. Um, it's just a sort of symmetry play, but In this station, I like how you've got all the lines working against each other, looking through. And luckily there's also a lovely poem written by Danny Herbert about this picture. So I'll read it here. What we see on our journeys. Between the lines, dreams pass. Hopes and aspirations dance. Between the doors, heroes fly. Adventures unfold. Between the rails, mythical creatures step, time travellers flow. Between the barriers, turquoise seas sparkle, golden words are read between the lines. Now, this next picture is taken at Broccoli Station.
0: A nighttime image of a white cat sitting facing away from us on the platform.
1: Now, for the residents of Broccoli, they'll probably be aware of this local legend called Safi the Cat. And Safi the Cat will hang around Broccoli Station. If you ever um, visit the station, you'll be greeted by this purring, happy, inquisitive and overly friendly feline. I was um, just taking a picture at the station and suddenly I could hear this sort of meowing, purring below. And it was this cat. And I wasn't prepared uh, really to take a photo. I was more sort of caught up in a moment of saying hello to a cat, which is such a rarity, a rarity at a station. So luckily she posed for me like this and I got a quick snap. I think it was only for about 10 seconds. So it was lucky that I managed to get this, but it beautifully looks like she is waiting for a train. and. Um, This uh, picture is in a chapter called Waiting for Trains. But yeah, I really love this shot. There's something very unique and I don't know, there's something about photographing something that you know that no one else has. And so that's why I love this picture. As simple as it is, it's very powerful, but also very symbolic to the residents of Brockley. Now, this next picture is taken at Holloway Road this photo is in the tunnel vision section and it's sort of the love of the sort of passenger pedestrian tunnels that you see as i started the tube mapper project i grew a love of well i i have a great respect now of tiling something that i thought i would never say and um it's interesting how different stations have different color patterns and also how you wouldn't notice before that you'll have brown tiles for the Bakerloo line and red tiles for the central line, etc. Stations are actually color-coded by the tiles. And I didn't know that. Um, I also have a lovely, another poem written for this picture. It was by Danny Herbert. And so I read it. You alight light at an autumnal station All reds, browns and yellows. Holloway Road, wisdom of age etched on tiled walls. Step away from the summer bustle, zone one. Reflect on your journey. Winter looms, cold platforms, zone six. Dark and windswept, you hastened to the daylight. Now, one of my other chapters in the book is called Lines of Light. One of the things that I really enjoy is trying to capture something that's everyone sees uh that's really simple yet exceptionally powerful visually and when trains arrive at stations they kind of light up the track and it's very beautiful it it's sort of it's like painting trains with with with, with light you see a uh, very dark image but it's very powerful and so I have a section just on photos like this.
0: Two photos of dark images of trains coming out of underground tunnels. In the first one, the headlights of the train approach us in the middle of the photo. In the second image, the train is further back in the tunnel, headlights still shining and a man stands alone on the platform.
1: So this picture is taken at Cutty Sark station, Cutty Sark DLR station. But then I have another one, I'll go and move on to the next photo, which is taken at Cannon Street. And just as the train arrived, and you can still see the train on the left, painting the tracks as it arrives at the station. And there was a lovely poem written about this by Victor Keegan. So I'll read it to you. Cannon Street. Candlewick was once the name for Cannon Street, where all the candle makers there did meet which may help to explain, one must admit, why it still looks like it's candlelit. Now for this last picture, it's a capture of Baker Street Station, a very popular station. Um, Many people who talk about their love of the architecture of the station. Um, But for me, what I like about this is, this was very, this was on stage, it was captured Uh, I waited for five minutes to take this shot. When people wait at this station, if you visit again, you'll notice that the architecture leads people to stand under the the spotlight. It's actually quite natural, there's something about it that makes people stand in the right spot. And so it looks like each of these people have been positioned perfectly and they're just waiting for their trains to come. But there's something really beautiful about this simple composition. And so, yes, it's definitely one of my favourite images in the book. Thank you very much for listening. The Tube Mapper project, Capturing Moments on the London Underground, is available in all online bookstores. You can also buy a signed version of the book on the tubemapper.com website. And I also can be found on social networks, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook under the moniker of Tube Mapper. So... Yes, please enjoy the book and thank you for your time. To see Luke's photography and to buy a copy of the Tube Mapper project, visit www.tubemapper.com. And to see the full video, please check out our Lewisham Library's Facebook page.
0: Thanks for listening and catch us again for more Library Words. Remember to subscribe to never miss an episode and links to all of our social media can be found on the podcast summary.